What's up, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Dad Different Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey, and if I haven't said it enough already, I want to let you guys know that you are the absolute best. Thank you for all the love and support that you guys have been showing me and the show. You guys have been tuning in and listening, and I am super appreciative. You know, when I set out to record a podcast, and especially with a topic like fatherhood, I was really at a place where fear was holding me back. But soon I realized that, number one, with God on my side, I don't need to fear. And secondly, this is certainly more than just me. There are countless men who are now fathers and husbands who have the same past as me, and just like me, have been left broken due to the effects of being raised fatherless. And so that different for me, and I hope for these men as well, is a place where that past can be processed and healing can happen. See, our families deserve us to be at our best physically, mentally, and emotionally. So fathers, let's continue to be that. See, being present is the first of many wins we can give to our children and families. Hey, if this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, welcome. And I'd like to invite you to subscribe to the show so you can get all new episodes delivered to you wherever you get your podcast. And as I always like to remind the dads out there, remember that your presence is needed and is valued. All right, guys, in today's episode, I went back and really reflected on some of the things that I've learned so far as a father. Now, my kids are still relatively young at 12, 4, 3, and 9 months, so I feel like the learning and growing is definitely nonstop. But I will share with you some things that I've learned along the way and other things that simply became clearer to me as I progressed through this journey. Hey, and if you're a father who's been doing this for a while, maybe you're now at a point where your kids are obviously much older than mine or even out of the house with their own families, I'd love to hear from you and to hear about some of the things that you've learned throughout your fatherhood journey. So, all right, guys, sit tight and let's get into this episode. I'm someone who likes to learn. I try to get into as much as I possibly can. Sometimes I may find something I stick with and other times not so much. But through it all, I embrace the learning along the way. It's something about learning something new is really exciting to me. There's a quote I've read and it says that one father is worth a hundred schoolmasters. Now think about how that speaks volumes to the benefit of having a father or even father figure that is present. We talked about in previous episodes that one of our roles as fathers is to be teachers to our children. We are there to teach them, teach them right from wrong, teach them how to be confident, teach them how to become strong and independent. But I also believe that in our teaching, we should always be open to learn as well. See, my children, and I think children in general, see things differently. So they, they process the world differently. And if you've ever really played with your children or just be around children, you would see that. And if you let them lead you, you would understand exactly what I'm talking about. You've probably heard the phrase, you know, you can learn a thing or two. And that's because learning is everywhere. We can take a moment to learn from just about everything. Every situation and circumstance brings with it an opportunity to learn and grow. But if we could be honest, sometimes the monotony of life can really strip away our ability to 
step back and learn and to grow from the very things that we do daily. We talked about how the hustle of life can have us become emotionally unavailable to our families, simply from the things that fight for our attention on a daily basis. And if it's things outside of what really matters most, those things rarely ever contribute to our growth. I've been a father and a husband for a short time. Um, but in that period, I've learned a thing or two about relationships, parenthood and fatherhood. And I would say even life itself. And the fact that all these things are lifelong learning opportunities is something that I welcome very much. So I'll share with you my top five things I've learned as a father, parent and husband. Hey, and I'd love to hear your thoughts too. And remember, if you've been doing this for much longer than I have, I want to hear from you and some things you've picked up along the way. So here we go in no particular order. The first thing is understanding that our words are powerful. And this was surely something I knew before having kids. And you definitely don't need kids to remind you of this. Our words have the power to do so much with them. They bring either life or death. Yeah, that's how powerful our words are. See, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18, 21, that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And there are so many other verses that remind us just how powerful our tongues are and the words that we speak with our words. We can give life to someone by encouraging, motivating and inspiring them. And with that same tongue, we can also destroy someone's life. Life and death are literally in the power of the tongue. So we must be cautious that our words to our children and our spouse are a source of life in all things good. Our words are to uplift, motivate, and impact the lives of our children. There is no doubt in my mind that all parents want their children to be successful. And I believe that begins with the very words that we speak to them. I mean, think of the last time someone spoke encouraging words into your life. How good that felt. Or a time where someone spoke falsely or harshly against you. We must never stop encouraging our children. When they hear words of life being spoken to them each and every day, they will soon learn that accepting anything else is just not an option. See, being raised fatherless, we spoke about how the absence of words of love and affirmation is really just a blaring siren in the mind that just yearns to accept every word as truth. If the questions a child is asking are, am I good enough or am I loved? Loved with no response, then really what's happening is the answers become forming themselves as, well, I guess I'm not good enough or I'm not lovable. And those become their truth. And that's part of that father wound that we talked about. You know, that wound that we carry on into our teenage years, that wound that we carry on eventually into our adult years, where we're now husbands and fathers and just now trying to figure how do we navigate through all these emotions and while at the same time trying to be there for our families. With our words, we have the power to build up our children. And with our words of love and affirmation, they'll be able to distinguish what is their truth. They will not accept anything less than the powerful words that are spoken over their lives as their truth. Being that different means we provide our children with something that we didn't have. So I urge you 
not to focus so much on the material things, but let's build up with the things that will impact their lives long after we are gone. In our words are just the beginning. Next up is knowing that they are counting on us every single time, no matter what. Talk about no pressure. Kids seem to always remember a promise you've made long after you've made it and will remind you until that promise is fulfilled. And I say that to say this, they're always counting on you no matter what. To them, there is no big promise and there is no small promise. A promise is a promise. A yes is a yes. We must be there for them and let them know that no matter what, they can count on us. And if you've discovered that different, you learn by now that our main goal is to be different by being present in the lives of our children. See, we've lived a life of an absent father and we're striving to change that narrative. Your presence is worth more to your children than you will ever know. See, I can sense when I've disappointed my children. They tend to change their tone and their body language is really the nail on the coffin. And sometimes they don't quite know how to communicate that disappointment. And to be honest, I think disappointment is a huge emotion for a small child. Well, you might be asking, how do you let your children know that they can depend on you? Some of these things we've spoken about in episode four of Are You Emotionally Available? And that's the first part is just being available, getting those priorities in order and not being distracted by the things that don't matter so much. And the other thing is becoming a good listener. And I joked and said, almost becoming a professional listener. This is probably one of the most important things we can do as parents. And that's to listen to our children. Coming from a background where it seemed we didn't really have any sort of avenue to be heard, I want my children to know that dad is always listening, that mom is always there to listen. It's important to me that my kids know they can always come and talk to me no matter what. So be that dad that your kids can count on and be that husband that your wife can count on. And ultimately be that leader that your family can count on. And the third thing I've learned is knowing that they're always watching everything that we do. And I mean everything. So I've become very intentional in my behavior around my children because I know that they learn from us and pick up on those behaviors. Children will often always pick up on our actions quicker than our words. So my actions must reflect the positive and influential life that I strive to exhibit for my children. I've once heard someone says that they watch everything you do, so you must too. And that's exactly what I intend to do. In action and in word, they follow into the footsteps of what we do. You see, as fathers, whether we're seasoned or we just become fathers, we must understand that we are the first role models that our children look up to. And we should be excited about that. I take great joy in knowing that I'm setting examples for all my children to follow, whether it be inside the house or just how we treat others in general. And so with that, watching everything we do, uh, I think we should really take joy and pride in setting examples uh, for our children uh, so that they can grow up to be great examples for their generation as well. And on the topic of, you know, being an example, you know, I, you know, take a look at, you know, my daughters and how I want to be able to set an example of how a man 
uh, should treat a woman. So that way, when anything else comes, that is not really what's been demonstrated to them in my household. You know, they'll be able to catch up on that. Um, and just the same with my sons as well. I want to show them how to treat a woman. You know, I want to show them how uh, to be respectful. Um, so that way, you know, again, when they see that uh, demonstrated elsewhere, they'll know, you know, hey, this is really not the way that I was raised or this is not the way that I saw it being done in my house. So I know for a fact that that's not the way it's supposed to be done. And there's certainly just way too many avenues and places where our kids can learn and get their examples from. But if I can choose and I have the ability to, I want those good examples to come right within my household. And so with that, that's point number three, knowing that and understanding that they are watching everything that we do. And next one up, point number four, lesson number four is that you know, life is not about just me anymore. And, you know, for the married folks out there, I don't think I have to tell you, you know, that once you get married, you know, it's just not about you anymore. Um, there are certain decisions uh, that you will make and, and things that will make you think twice because you know for a fact that it is going to affect somebody other than yourself. And in the case of having children um, and a family in general is that, you know, I really have to understand that my actions, uh, they have much more weight because of the people that they will affect. And really that becomes evident in pretty much all aspects of life, you know, from the jobs that we take on, uh, the habits that we have, um, and even down to our health, you know, um, I'll be honest, I definitely have become more health conscious because of having a family, because knowing that there are people who depend on me to just be there and to be around, you know? And so with that, I'm more mindful of the things that I put in my body and, you know, trying to stay as active um, as I can. Cause again, with my kids growing up, um, they're going to need a dad who's there that can be active. And so uh, the things that I do must reflect that in order for me to be uh, in the best you know, physical shape that I can so that I can be there for them uh, physically. And really it becomes a win-win, you know, you're taking care of yourself to take care of your family. And I really don't see um, any sort of, you know, negative downside to that. And so, you know, fellas, just as a, you know, sort of a uh, reminder and encouragement is that, you know, let's take care of ourselves. You know, uh, we as men need self-care as well. And then that self-care really allows us to be there for our families uh, the best that we can. Certainly one of my goals um, is to be an active father. You know, that's one of the things that, you know, I told myself that I wanted to be. Um, and again, with being there physically, yeah, that's cool. But I also want to be active as well. And that just starts with me taking care of myself so that I know that I'm in the best physical shape to be able to be there for them and to accomplish that. And that's a great feeling. Um, now, certainly, is it easy no. But is it rewarding? Absolutely. And it's all about knowing what matters and putting that first and making that priority. And so with that being said, you know, I obviously as a husband and a father and somebody who 
my kids and my family look up to, I have to take into consideration their feelings and emotions considering my actions. And so in a way to allow them to, you know, be in that process as well. And I think in the long run, that is certainly something that benefits everyone. So point number four, life is not about me anymore. All right. And now on to the fifth and final lesson from fatherhood. And this one I think is definitely one that we don't have at the forefront of our minds, or nor is it something that I don't really think is understood, quite frankly, um, because it stems into other places as well. And what that is, is understanding that our children are not our own. And what I mean by that is we are stewards of what we've been given. And so your first question might be, well, what's a steward? Great question. If you've never heard the word before, it is simply defined as a person who looks after or a person who is responsible for. Now, if you've ever been on an airplane, then you've encountered a stewardess. They essentially look after you during your time uh, within the flight. Now, the second question you might have is, how does this tie into having children and raising kids? Another great question. And the first way I want to answer that is by defining a biblical view of what stewardship is. And really, it's utilizing and managing all the resources God has given us, right? And really, the essential essence of that is uh, viewing stewardship as managing everything God brings into our lives in a manner that honors him and impacts eternity. The idea and concept of stewardship uh, almost always uh, comes in correlation and connection to finance and the way that we handle uh, finances and what God has given us. But when we think of stewardship um, and what it means to be a good steward, really the idea of it is someone who's been given a responsibility to look after something that is not theirs in the first place. So if we truly believe that children are a blessing from God, then we must also believe that they're not ours to begin with. God has simply entrusted us to care for what is already his. And in the end, truly, we all belong to him. And to put all of this into context, uh, the Bible tells us that children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. And we find that in Psalm. 127 3 and what does one do with a gift that has been given to him or to us is we receive it and we look after it with care and that's what stewardship is and so when we once we begin to understand that we are simple stewards of what has been given to us uh, from an almighty god um it is then our job to receive it and to look after it carefully, to look after it um, gracefully and to really look after it while bringing glory and honor uh, to his name. So my job as a father and as a parent is to ensure my children are cared for uh, first and foremost. That's in all aspects of life. 
So I must acknowledge that they're a blessing that's been assigned to me and my wife. And we must answer to the one who provides this blessing and this gift. And so we must do everything that we can to properly steward uh, this great gift. You know, I've said this time and time again, you know, parenthood and fatherhood is a blessing and we see that right there uh, we see that we are stewards who have been given this great opportunity so fathers let's continue to do it well let's continue to raise our children well let's continue to be present in their lives because that is important um, i remind you guys all the time that our presence is valued and is needed uh, there is no amount of money that can be put on the uh, tremendous benefit and effect of being present in the lives of our families. And let's continue to steward well. Let's continue to steward and look after this gift well. And as we continue to lead well, um, our families will continue to look up to us. Um, let's continue to build strong families um, because I believe that we are in a time where the family unit is definitely more important than ever. So let's continue to do that. Let's continue to be fathers, husbands, and leaders who lead their families well. And there you have it, guys. Those were my top five things that I've learned as a father and other things that became more clear to me. And certainly in that arena that has allowed me to learn a lot more about myself, uh, relationships, parenthood, life, um, you name it. You know, this whole entire journey is just one big learning experience. And we're here to share that experience. And we're here to, you know, hear from others as well who have gone through the fatherhood journey or who are still going through the fatherhood journey. So let's take the opportunity to continue to learn wherever we can. Can because learning is all around us. Let's not let the monotonous life that we lead sometimes take us away from the opportunities to learn because we can be lifelong learners and we should be lifelong learners. And um, again, I want to encourage the fathers out there and remind you guys again that your presence is needed and is valued. Let's continue to lead our families well. Let's continue to change the narrative of the absent father. Father, uh, that we are committed and we are standing uh, as fathers, husbands, and leaders to be the best that we can for our families. Well, this concludes another episode of the Dad Different Podcast. I had such a good time sharing with you guys some of the things that I've learned as a father, as a husband, and life in general. Once again, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen. If you've made it to the end of this episode, just know that you are awesome. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to leave a review and rating on Apple podcast. And if you're not subscribed yet, I'd love for you to do so. That way we can continue to grow the community and celebrate the wonderful fatherhood journey together. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you have a question about the episode or any other episodes, or you just want to say hi, you can reach me at idaddifferent at gmail.com or on Instagram at daddifferent. And I look forward to connecting with you. 
And to all my dads out there, remember that your presence is needed and is valued. Don't stop being present. Don't stop being different. Hey, until next time on Dad Different, I'm your host, Jeffrey, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. 